Wow, that was do so bad. Do it again, do it again. That was me. I fucked up. Do it again. Oh. Wow. Ah. This guy clapping on it too. What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, man. I'm a little out of it this morning. I hope that I can get it together. Hey, look, guys. I'm Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you guys hear that? What? A what? Do you guys hear that? It sounds like sleigh bells. Sleigh bells? It sounds like the tinkling of bells and the rustling of leaves. Sleigh bells ringling, ding, ding, dingling. Ding. I, I don't know. Ara, ara, ara. Uh, ara. Did you just have an ara on here, this motherfucker? Are you are you turned on by by Soulsmiths, Ryan? Ring, ding, dingling. Duh. Hmm. Well, I tried to do a thing, and that's that's as far as it got, and that's what I expect from today. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the Torchlit Tavern. Welcome. We are a real play fifth edition tabletop role playing game podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, this is what we're bringing. This is the energy today. Buckle up, buckaroos. Hey, once a year, we feel the spirit of our winter solstice holidays come in us. Ara, ara. Oh, I feel the spirit. And they say to, to just celebrate solstice, spread the word. Solstice is bullshit. We made it up. And it's getting more and more bullshit the longer we do it. Weird. So this year, we are still playing off the, the solstice quote-unquote lore. And we are going to be expanding the world of Solstice. The Solstice canon. Yeah, the Solstice canon keeps getting larger. Consider this the multiverse of Solstice. The multi-Solstice. Don't say that. Can we erase that word? Because people hate that word now. Why do people hate the word multi? Because it's too confusing for the layman. Oh, really? Wow. Well, then now I'm going to leave it in. People are so tired of the multiverse. Laymen are not <laughs> listening to this show. Lame men are. No, lame men are making this show. Ah, fair. So back on track, we are a podcast. We play Dungeons and Dragons. I will be your game master, Jameson Oxford. Today, in our little circle, our little white elephant, our secret Santa group today, I'm giving my present to Ryan. And my present to Ryan is that I won't say it today. Jay, I will cherish this present. Uh, thank you. Uh, hi, everybody. It's me. I am Ryan. And today I am playing... A new character for Soulsmiths. Yay! Congrats. Happy Soulsmiths. And also with me on this wonderful Soulsmiths day is... Jeff! Hi, I'm Jeff. It's little Jeffy. Hi, I'm Jeff. It's little Jeffy. Little Jeffy? I'm here again, reprising my role. Wait, no, I'm not. I'm a new character. So let's get some Soulsmiths fun in. For one and all. And... Enjoying the solstice season with a big cup of hot... What's in your cup? Welcome. Water. It's just water. Hot water. No comment. He's Samurai Jack. He's ordered just hot water. It's cold. It's cold water. It's not even... Get the knock. My name is Mitch. I pretend to run Bane's Armory. I do run Lost of the Aether. I partner with Superluck. I'm on Torchwood Tavern. We do have stickers. Jay sucks. Yeah! Thank you. Wonderful. Nailed it. I'm really glad that Mitch actually promoted himself today. He runs a lot of things. I will put the links to all of those in the show notes. Please check them out. What a guy. Yes. Please support Mitch. Yes. Please support Mitch. God, fuck our shit. Support Mitch. Don't go to our Patreon, but do go check out Bane's Armory. Do I have a website? Because if you can give him more work, so much work, that maybe he could stop doing his job he hates, that would be great. That's a t-shirt right there, bud. Fuck all your shit. Support Mitch. I also will be playing a new character today, and let's get into it. As I said before, this is our Solstice season 
episode, maybe two. I have no plans for this. I don't know if you guys are aware, but at the time we're recording this, the writers are still on strike. And as a writer who works for myself, I promised that I wouldn't write anything for this episode unless I paid myself better. And so I cannot. <laughs> and so I didn't. Unless you paid yourself a proper wage. Yeah, and I can't afford to do that, so we're at an impasse. I made a goof of that, but you should support the strike if you can. They'll cave eventually. To support the sag after strike, just pay attention to what they're doing and, you know, um, support them where you can. Mm-hmm. The Torchlit Tavern toy drives here, so go ye giving folk. Grab a toy and drive it there to bless someone you know. You need not stop or hold your drive, just give it a good throw. Just drive forth and give the gift to hopefully a child. Just drive forth and give someone a toy. In Torchlet's name we wish ye now to buy a brand new toy. Take a picture as you drive to give to girls and boys. As long as it's appropriate the gift you choose to give. Post your proof of this drive and tag us in that fucking shit. Post your proof of this drive and tag us in that Shit. Yeah, there's not going to be a last time on Torchlit Tavern. We're starting a whole new set of stories here. There can be a last time on Torchlit Tavern. Why not? No, 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 no. Last time during Soulsmith. Yeah. There's no continued story. Everything that you need to know is this. No, there is. We are literally continuing a story, Jay. How is there not a last time? No, 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 no. Listener. This time on our solstice tale. No, shut up. I didn't write anything. We wind deep <laughs> into the heart of Jack of Frost's territory. Yes. Uh, everything you need to know is that Santa Claus has been replaced by the Fey Lord Jack of Frostus, who has taken on the mantle of Solstice, a winter holiday that has started to branch out. Last year, everyone found out that Solstice isn't just about a winter ritual. It has been embraced by too many cultures, too many religions, too many things. It has mutated into something far greater. And Jack of Frostus, who we've loosely based on Timothy Chalamet's character from Dune, <laughs> so he will be reprising the role. As he should. Yes, he will be. We, we, we got Tim again. I, I thought he was too busy, but... But we managed it. We got him. I'm so glad. Hey, you know, luckily he's on strike right now, so it's okay. Yeah, so that so he's got time. He had time. Yeah, he's got the time. He came in. Yes, I am Timothy Chalamet. Thank you very much. Uh, it's nice to be here to reprise my role as Jack of Frostus. I can't wait. I don't even know if this is what he sounds like. I think he's probably got an accent different than what I'm doing. But this is Tim. <laughs> Willy Wonka chocolate, chocolate man. Willy Wonka chocolate. Listen, just go with it. Just go with it. Yeah, I'm going with it. And everyone should know that my next role is going to be the famous chocolatier. Willy Wonka. Yes, Mr. Wonka. Yes, Mr. Willy Wonka. Uh, I understand that that movie may be delayed. I believe we're calling it Young Wonka. Lil Wonka. Lil Wonka. Yeah, we were going to put this one out for Christmas and it was going to be a whole Willy Wonka joke. But now I don't know if Willy Wonka is coming out on Christmas or not. I was really enamored with the concept of chocolate barons, Tim. Well, yes, yes, the chocolate barons who run... Chocolate Town, yes. Uh, we're going to play with that, I understand. Yes, yes, we are. And that's um, 
that's where Jack of Frostus is. I can't tell if there's a story I'm supposed to be following here or if Jay just finally snapped and I should wait for him to sort his shit and come back. It's a bit of both. A little from column A, a little from column B. Don't be mad about it. Just listen. (laughs) Yeah, so the story, Mitch, is that... Go along for the ride. Jack of Frostus, after taking the winter mantle, has gathered a few of his highest Highest. level goons. His most powerful men. Yes, his highest. And women. And women. Yes, he's... Yeah, obviously. It's just a term. So you guys are tearing ass across the frozen tundra of the Solstice world. You are all on your special mounts, like some sort of weird snow-bound biker gang. Jack of Frost is in the lead, and he is taking you to the portal, the portal realm, that gets like a fast travel way between the various holidays. Does it just go to the holidays, or does it go to other places too? Like, is it just a planar nexus? It is a, a Feywild Nexus. Not planar, because it's all within the Fey, but it takes you to the different realms of fairy. Oh, okay. So it can't go transplanar? No. Mitch, it is quite literally the the scene from Nightmare Before Christmas where all the doors to all the holidays are. It's literally that. So we're not on a highway to hell. <laughs> no, you are not on a highway to hell. No. And I, and I cannot get the rights to play that song during this montage. Sorry. <laughs> So as I said, the scene is, as we open up, Jack of Frost is riding forward on his hog, is for all <laughs> intents and purposes, like, I, I don't know how to explain this. Is it wild? And behind him are his three generals. It's very wild. The whole thing is wild, Brian. <laughs> Fair enough. Hell yeah. What a wild hog. And he is in his blue Santa-style coat with the white trim, but it's also got, like, little bits of leather because it's like a leather jacket, and he's hauling ass, wind whipping at his goggles. As you guys are all following him, please describe your characters and their mount as you go forward. And the mount can be anything you want it to be. I I don't care. As I stated, we're just going with it, gang. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, So, yeah, you see in the middle, I guess, behind Jack, we've got a young looking uh verdan if you're not familiar with the verdan they are uh i believe they are evolved goblins hmm. they are new to uh Faerun, apparently according to dnd beyond but either way he is a little green verdan he's about three and a half feet tall he is dressed up very much like your normal uh shepherd looking person and he is riding on a very large goat that is uh looks kind of like a go-goat if you're a fan of pokemon but it is wearing a big red scarf and it is running fast enough to keep up with all of these wild hogs that are among us i suppose uh it is it's a very beefy looking goat and uh weirdly hot but moving on so what's the horn situation on that goat for my head cannon? Long enough for fucking, for my boy to hold on like handlebars. Just handlebars. But like, is it high handlebars or low handlebars? They're high. They're high and then they go down to become low. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't have to be that high because you're all, you're short, correct? It's both. It's got to be low enough for him to grab. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Love that. As he plows through the snow, coming up behind him is Jeff's character. Jeff, what are you playing today? Coming up behind him on a boar, a gigantic boar, like a like a large boar, with no fur of any kind, and two sets of tusks, some coming from his bottom and some coming from his upper jaw, snorting out just hot breath, is a small character who has little sort of almost hooved feet standing atop the boar in a hooded cloak, and for those familiar, it's a darkling. 
a darkling darkling duck with god damn it so far i'm really really loving the fact that jacket frost just took over christmas and all of his high level uh minions are short dudes so i'm just assuming that y'all are the elves quote unquote at this point <laughs> it's a darkling but uh slung on his side are two regular sized rapiers so that seems silly okay and finally pulling up the rear uh, the riding sidecar oh I will have you know. What? Yes. Lovely, lovely. Okay, so real quick, whose sidecar are you riding in? Well, that's why I waited to go last, uh, and I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure <laughs> whose sidecar I would fit in because Ms. Newt's is seven feet tall. <laughs> so you can fit in the goat. The goat can have a sidecar that because the goat is very large. It's fun. It's fine. Oh, okay, okay. The goat is very large. Okay, I was going to say, if they're the same size, you're just strung between the two. It's sidecar for both animals. It's middle car? Yeah, middle car. Pod racing on skis in the back. <laughs> now that's pod racing. <laughs> now that's pod racing. I like the sound of this. I have a big boar. He has a big goat. And in the middle of our, our two <laughs> yes. creatures. Just hammocking in between us. Yeah. Yes. Hammocking in between the two of them is uh, Ms. Newt's who is uh, a seven-foot-tall, slender-framed orc, maybe? Uh, green skin. She wears a long leather wintering cloak with fur around the edges to keep her warm and a deep V-cut over her giant titties because fashion is pain. They're so windburned from the snow and the cold. Just so you know, when he said deep V-cut, he actually meant it's a scar. That's why fashion is pain. He's got, she's got a uh-huh. deep V-scar right. over her giant titties. <laughs> so yeah, so we enter with some song reminiscent of Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf. As you guys have been traveling for several days over the, the empty tundra, and you guys finally are able to speak to one another as you pull up to a ring of trees that has nothing like anything that a certain Tim Burton may have made just in case I need to be sued. Uh, maybe they're bushes, and they're just got shit painted on them. <laughs> bushes? <laughs> just some bushes. What if they're- follow me here. No, follow me here. What if they are arches made of plants? Whoa, yeah, I love it. Well, something like that. Whatever doesn't get me sued. That sounds good. Imagine whatever, like, you like. Faygates. It's fairy shit. It looks different to everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, as you guys show up to this ring of stuff, you see these different images, and you just watch Jack of Frostus beeline for one door in particular, and it is one that is painted with a very colorful egg. It is all colors and geometry and dots and little stars. And is that glitter? That might be glitter. As uh, he stands and he puts his hand across it, he turns to the rest of you. Are you ready? Uh, uh, Jack, I still don't know what it is that we're actually doing here. Sorry. Uh, Hi, everybody. My name is actually Roth. I don't know that we've actually been introduced to each other. I'm I'm Roth Toe, and then this is my goat Jim. He's actually the the Yule goat. Mm-hmm. Yes, a very important honor, the Yule goat. Sure, sure. I am um, I'm Jindorim. I am I'm 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 here to do a job, and this of course is my wild hog. A fine hog it is. Hogsworth. A fine hog. Hogsworth. Uh-huh. Of course. Yes, we've been gazing at your hog the entire time. It is is very powerful. It's, it's a large hog. I've got, I, I usually get people staring. Is it? Is there something else we're supposed to discuss before we go in? I'm ready. I'm a professional, after all. Yeah, I, 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 for one, would like to know why exactly it is that we're going to Easter. Oh, I don't care. To do work, darling. A simple explanation, but a good one. 
See, the realm of Solstice grows in power. Our period of lull has stopped, and now we are gaining speed, and it has come to our attention, to my attention, as the new ruler of Solstice, that Solstice is the only holiday. It's the only one. And it is our job to show others I, that this is true. I don't, I don't know if I follow you. Well, back on the material plane, you know that Solstice lasts from August through December, right? Uh... I mean, the music in the grocery in the store usually starts right after Thanksgiving, so that would be November, actually. Granted, there are already, <laughs> you know, they're getting ready. All the stuff is out already. They're getting it's ready already for it. out. Yes, yeah. people are already aware of it. People are already thinking about it. People are planning for the Solstice holidays, even if it's true what you're saying. I don't go to the material often. I was under the impression that the Solstice season didn't start until that. Sweet darling siren sang her song. Ah, yes. The one the one where she wants Solstice, right? Yes. Or is it you for Solstice? Or is it Solstice? I have spoken to the Banshee Mariah, and she is going to sing much sooner this year. It is our job to spread Solstice. I'm feeling triggered, IRL. The point being is that Solstice grows. It is what we want it to be, and it is destined to be more. These holidays should be united. We don't need to erase them, but we will get on the same page. We are here to challenge my strongest rival. Easter? The Queen of Easter, yes. The Spring Festival. A time of rebirth. But I don't know if you've noticed, but most of our rituals are about that as well. It is, we are going to take over another realm. Oh. And you only brought the four of us? Yes. Sorry. One. Two, three, the three of us? Yes. It is currently our season. We are at our most powerful now. But to bring in a full invasion would be too flashy. The real kings of winter and the Fey Realm would... The kings and queens would get involved. They would stop us. So we need to be subtle. Well, quick. We must make a decisive move. I brought you because you are all uniquely capable... And you bring your own special skills to the table. Sure. Now, it is important to note that while I am very powerful here in the land of Solstmus, this is not Solstmus where we go. I will lose most of my power. I will be able to help from the sidelines, and I will be able to make small moves and subtly provide all of the power that you guys need to, to fuel anything that you need to do. And by that, he sort of means, like, you're packed, even though... I don't know if any of you guys made Warlock, but, like, you guys are all in some way, shape, or form. Your power stems from Jack, right? Because you all are Solstice Fae. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm only really here because, you know, the, the, the Yule Goat, and I own the Yule Goat, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, the Yule Goat is very important, indeed. I swish my little Darkling coat aside, and I jingle my coin purse, and I go, It's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Payment is a pact, sir. Sure. Packs made in honor. So yes. Like all fae do. Once we get there, you're going to be in con contest with all of the various sundry fae that work for Easter. And the bunny. Jindorum narrows his eyes. Bunny? Yes. The, the, the Easter bunny. Yes. And all of the hairs. You mean Estere? Yes. The bunny Estere? Yeah. Um, I was, um, led to believe that uh, Estere had the backing of, like, a real god? Like not a quarter god or like a like a like a half a god. That's what I thought. I don't uh don't don't know much about the Easter Bunny. If you could uh probably could you fill me in a bit. 
Well, you see, Ra, the Easter Bunny is a fairy creature who has gained power over millennia, once thought to be just a rabbit, probably sentient, we are in the Fae after all, and one who likes to sort of help uh, promote the season. The Easter Bunny, in particular, was an interesting character because they represented birth, the start of a new cycle, and that is where their power grew from and stemmed from. And somehow, to embody that, there was an egg. And that egg, the egg, is what we are looking for. The egg? The egg. The world egg. Jindoram's eyes widen. Rabbits don't lay eggs. Of course not. World egg. Or world eggs, for that matter. Yep. That sounds like a big hole. Yep. He's just, like, standing there with his hands behind his back. He's taken off his leather jacket, and you see that he's standing there in a very nicely tailored, like, three-piece suit with the tails, and he pulls out from his pocket his disc, which he gives a little tap, and it turns into a top hat made of blue, and he says yes. So, one of our covers while we are here, because chocolate is so important in the land of Easter, is that we are chocolatiers. Oh. Oh. Should I, should I look the part a bit more? If you can. Sure. I suppose I don't want anyone to know that the Yule goat is around, so I will remove his scarf. Yes, hide the goat. <laughs> Jindoram hops off his hog, and he walks around the back of it, and as he does, coming around the back is now a darkling elder, and he goes, Is this better? Uh, um, uh, you, you know what? Yes. Yes, it is. That's good. In his form, my uh, rapiers won't hit the ground as much, uh, which I do like. Oh, did you, did you just transform? That's it's very fun. Very neat. I also do do a bit of transforming, and I take the the scarf off the goat, and some thunder goes off in the distance as it transforms into just a regular normal goat. And I put the scarf on myself, and some lightning strikes. They grow three feet to become <laughs> a very tall, very muscular, long blonde-haired Verdan. He puts it on and he goes, Yule! And it's just a lightning strikes him. <laughs> I've become a verman, if you will. A verman! <laughs> I do believe we are ready to go. Newts, you've been very quiet. I'm just waiting for the job to begin, darling. You don't have a transformation? These guys did like a whole thing? I think I'm showing damn well fine enough. Perfect! And he kicks in the door and he says, Follow me! And he goes inside. Onward! Certainly. Yeah, I slink in behind him. After you, gentlemen. Uh, I'm gonna tie the goat off to a branch before we go on in. I don't want him wandering around. You can bring him with. Oh, okay. he's allowed in? Okay, let's... You can bring the boar and the goat with. Uh, whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> Jim, let us be off! Sure. In fact, Jack of Frostus has told you that the goat should come. I go, uh, my boar, he might, uh, get a little... Well, you know how bulls are. He'll try to eat pretty much anything that moves. You want, you want me to bring him? He turns to you and like, he was like 10 feet away from you. And then he's just like in your face. It can eat a lot. It can eat anything. Does it like sweets? He's been known to eat babes out of, uh, at the creeps. That's it's voracious. That's, that's terrible. Does it like sweets? It's a real problem. Anything. I think I should make that more clear. Anything. <laughs> he just gets like this terrifyingly wide smile. Then by all means, bring him. Of course. Yes, Jim is also a goat, so he is prone to eat just about anything. Fantastic. Come, we go! And he dances through the fucking door as you go through it and you guys enter these cobbled streets. 
It looks like some sort of strange town mixed between a Danish city and, like, New York. It's like a weird... It's a weird place. All of a sudden, the snow disappears, and you guys are greeted with this this beautiful, like, sunny sky. There are birds chirping and singing. On the side of the road are these thick bushes covered in flowers. It is a different world that you now step into. I don't like the look of this place. All of the buildings are brightly colored with steep roofs. Jindoram grabs the reins, and with a skip and a kip, he's standing on top of the board with the reins. Welcome the land of Eastern. Oh, this place is quite colorful, isn't it? Interesting. I need everyone to prepare. Get yourselves ready. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. Are you sure? Darling, I was ready when I departed from my home this morning. Are you sure you're ready? Because what's about to end, he gets cut off as like all the doors kick open and a bunch of people jump out and start singing a song. There's just this raucous like but like, imagine fucking Beauty and the Beast bell going through the town. Everybody is is singing this song, and it sounds sort of like, Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity, Easter's on its way. And it's like a full-on, like, production, like you would see in a musical. And, um, it assaults your senses. I need everyone to roll will saves. Dear Lord, I hate spring. Oh, this place is bright and colorful, isn't it? I got an 11. Nat, one. A nat one? An 11? What about Newt? Newt's, Mrs. Newt's. What's the pass? 15. Okay, what's the fail? (laughs) Under a 15. From 14 to less. What is a fail? A fail means that you guys all sort of black out, and uh, you don't know what happened, but the sun is now like three hours higher in the sky, and everybody like stops what they're doing and goes back into the building. And you see Jack sitting there just staring at you guys. That was beautiful. I didn't know you could hit that note. Uh, how long have we been out? What note? All of you have amazing singing voices. Are you saying that we joined in? You heard me sing? Yes, yes, you all are, were quite impressive. I already don't like this place. Not a fan. Uh, was that a will save against charm? Uh, n- No. Just because, yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't work on any of you, in theory. Theoretically. Let's burn this place to the ground. I think you will find that a lot of our normal resistances and abilities are subdued here in the land of Easter. We don't belong here. I don't like that. I don't like that one, mate. But it's good, because you guys fit right in and nobody thought any of the wiser. So quickly, let us go to a little place that I have worded ahead. We have a traitor in this camp who has sold us a building. Come on, quickly. No, wait. Yes, quick. Okay. Here I come. I'm going to carry Jim on my shoulders. He's like just draped over my shoulders. Let's go. Something that you notice is that in the last few hours that you guys blacked out, you watched as basically you guys couldn't see it. And then suddenly you blinked. But like when you come back, Frost's clothing, his like brilliant blue is dimmed like it dull. Like it and he looks a little bit unhealthy. Like the time spent here is making him a little bit like dehydrated or sallow fallow yeah that's the word i was trying to think of yes so as he leads away though he still does seem spry he's quite powerful and he goes into a sort of dilapidated looking building and he kicks in the door and he you guys all get in welcome to our base of operations hey do you know that doors have like handles what just a thought you can like you don't have to kick the door you can just what does this door fit my giant hog the hog will have to stay outside um Honestly, I it took all, everything I had not to come in through the chimney. 
and that's something new for me. So bear with me there. Okay, you are working on that, so I will let it go. It's fine. Yes, yeah, so I I have new urges, new dark passengers that I'm not used to controlling. I understand, yes. I'm not used to, I I it's been a year, sir, and um this place did not have a chimney. I apologize. I did not mean to step on anyone's toes. Yeah, no, I no, I I know. And and like that thank you. Well, you're not just about to make the chimney appear. Isn't that what you do? <sighs> they would know who I am if I did that, now wouldn't they? Mm, fair. The this is our contact. He kind of knows who you are already, so it's kind fine, right? Gentlemen, are we just to stand about flapping our yap all day, or do we have business to attend to? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were busy, Newts. Did you have somewhere to be? I get paid regardless, so I don't really care. We are here for an errand, aren't we? Yes. Sure. And, um, he starts to bustle around. He starts ripping off tarps, and you realize there's all sorts of weird vats, and, like, it looks like it's some sort of chemical factory, almost, that, like, he's he's bought, but everything looks dusty and run down, and he just starts tidying it up. All right, so I... We'll get our base of operations going. Anything you need, you come here, and I will try to get it for you. Anything at all. Whiskey straight. But you have to give me a little bit of time. In the meantime, I need you guys. Jindoram walks up very close. Is this place made of candy? Because that boy's going to eat it if it's made of candy. Uh, it's not made of candy yet. Oh, okay, good. He walks away. <laughs> he starts, your boar's like chewing on the outside wall because it couldn't fit in the door. Yeah, the goat also. Yeah, the goat. He's telling you guys, okay, I'm going to get our base of operations. You are going to go and scout and begin. I don't have a great plan other than we need to locate the egg, get the egg, undermine, maybe subdue Easter, or convince them to join us. This doesn't have to be violent, but I do not remember any of our winter people being good at non-violence for whatever reason. So, please, by all means, go forth, go nuts. I leave this job up to you. I am going to make sure that we have a place that we can rest. He pulls out of his pocket, which is magic. He pulls out the sack, and then he reaches into the sack. He just pulls out, like, a pipe that's still attached to the sack. Which is even more magic. Yes, which is even more magic. And he pulls out the pipe, and there's, like, this big old like, air duct-sized pipe that comes out of the sack. God, it's spaces and spaces. That's what you just did. You did spaces and spaces. He's Santa. He can do whatever he wants. Hey, out of the pipe, just start shooting cold air. <laughs> he pulled out AC? Yes, he pulled out an AC unit. And you can tell, and you guys, the moment it hits him and you guys, you guys just feel better. It feels like cold and snow and like, and there's just a, like, there's a warm campfire nearby, but it's not on you guys, but it's, but it's there, you know? There if you need it. You know that tomorrow morning you get to open presents. That energy fills the room. Ah. Well, this is more familiar, isn't it? Now, this does feel like home. Yes. Now, and as soon as you guys get your, your plan and go, please go. We don't have forever. So I will be, and he starts, he doesn't even finish his sentence. He just starts bustling around and, like, getting, like, set up. Is that a no on the whiskey straight, then? He snaps his fingers, and a bottle bounces up and shoots out of the AC unit, out of the AC pipe. Nice. I know it's cold. Came out of the AC. I know it's cold. Yes. It's Christmas. Somehow it's still a hot toddy. I don't know what to tell you. After the bottle, there's also a mug. A mug, some peppermint, and uh, a little little, little chocolate. A little bar of chocolate. Can I make some type of rule to look at the locals? To observe the locals? To see what they look like? Yeah, so at this point, this is the part where you guys tell me what the fuck you want to do, and you go do it. Don't even roll. Tell me what you want to do first. Don't worry about the roll yet. What do you guys want to try? I want to observe the local uh, peoples. 
Okay. How do you want to observe them? You just want to like go find a window and just watch people watch out the streets for a bit? Yeah, that works perfectly fine with me. Okay, so yeah, you go and you scope it out and uh, you see that the people are, after their big initial like morning rush, you see that all the doors and stalls have opened up and everybody is peddling what looks like sweet treats. There's chocolate everywhere. All these stalls have popped up and there's all sorts of colorful candies. There are little eggs that seem to be brightly colored that people are peddling. And milling about through it all, you see a lot of these short, red-capped, almost dwarven-shaped beings that you know to be red-caps. And they are stomping around with their big metal boots and keeping everyone in line. But by keeping everybody in line, they just sort of have a presence. Mainly, everybody's just enjoying themselves. Everyone's having a great time here in Easter. Is there anything in particular that you want to learn from this? You've told me everything I wanted to learn. Perfect. I love that for you. What does Roth do while he's looking at people? Roth would like to uh, go upstairs, maybe find, you know, the highest point of this building to, uh, you know, look down at the town. I would like to try and pinpoint where the big wig in the town might live. Perhaps, you know, like a, uh, what the fuck? It's not, it's not the town hall, but like, you know, the mayor's house. Where's the king? Yes. Uh, you go up on top and you see that the, the, the there's only one road right through the middle of town. And it's this, like I said, this cobblestone street. And you watch as it winds through this idyllic, like Bavarian style village. And then it, the village ends and then you see it goes up a hit this beautifully green, perfectly manicured grass hill. And on top of it, where you'd almost think like you'd put like a fairy tale castle, is just a cottage. Okay. But the cottage is surrounded by a moat and there are lots of soldiers patrolling around it. And it is very clearly where the head honcho would be found. High security. Yes, high security. What about you, Newts? Mrs. Newts. Ms. Ms. Newts. No husband, no husband. Not married, <laughs> unmarried Newts. Ms. Newts enjoys her cold drink. Mitch would like to know what he would have seen if he had passed that save earlier. Did you pass? I thought you said you didn't. I did. Oh, well, Ms. Newts would have seen your mates acting quite a fool and singing, like I said, a hippity-hoppity kind of a tune. What they missed was in the middle of that tune, a older-looking woman and a retinue had moved through, heading toward the cottage. Hmm. Yeah, mainly you caught the older woman and her retinue move through the village. You noticed that she didn't pay anyone much attention and she headed straight home, but on a day's uh, with her, there was a very large golden egg on, like, a pillow. It was, like, on her, like, open-air carriage. Yeah. And she took that to the cottage with her. Miss Newts is going to allow her compatriots to conduct their business when they return down. I do believe that our priority is at the hilltop there, where they transported a rather conspicuous-looking egg during the fanfare where y'all made yourself a fool. Conspicuous in what way? Well, most eggs aren't that large, and most eggs don't wander the streets with their own set of retainers. Oh, that is a, definitely a way it would be conspicuous. Do y'all have a recommendation as to how we shall proceed? Yeah, uh, what did uh, this retinue look like? Precisely, if you could manage that. All bits and sorts of folks, but there was one older woman that seemed a bit outstanding of the rest. Could you describe her in express detail? Uh, 
mother goddess like what he said if anybody's not familiar with that particular shape and design there are many 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 ancient statues of a full-bodied woman with the big old just say fat but that's not exactly the term bbw yeah bbw there are statues dedicated google goddess ding me ding me God damn ding it. me ding me there is no ding to ding there is a ding you ding bat ding, ding. Mitch's random fact. Ow! Alright. Jay is probably referring to, among other things, the woman from Willendorf, which is one of a series of small statuettes that were found carved with a very large and curvaceous woman, believed to be used for fertility rituals. He's not wrong. That is that is one of them. But if you type in Mother Goddess statue in any Google, you get a specific shape. Sure. Um, then, uh, Zindorum cocks his head and goes, you mean like this and then he changes shape to be as close to what you describe as possible you see that frost has stopped and looked over at you and he's just behind newts and he just makes like a sign for bigger boobs then he gives you a thumbs up perfect the um voice will be a bit off i've not heard them but i will do my best perhaps i can attend to the speaking roles for you wonderful now the rest of you should look uh, as close to my retinue as possible. So are we intending to just walk up to the place? I mean, I can, as long as this form is accurate. It is very difficult to get a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a, a fuck. It shouldn't be difficult to get a fuck. It's, it's spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is quite difficult to get an audience with the Queen of Easter. But of note today, there is a competition for the best candied confection. The winner would gain audience as a ticket to meet meet her. Also, you could sneak in or some other thing, but that is an option. Chindorm turns around and goes, Whose form am I in? A large person. May I ask what ability Jeff is using to do this? He's a changeling. He's a changeling. Okay. Roll me a DC... It's gonna be pretty hard. It's a DC... 20 history check because there's a good chance you don't actually know at all what this person looks like and I don't think you can just change into something that you've never seen technically technically he's seen her well he wasn't conscious during the time so <laughs> yeah DC 20 history check technically that's what the dice rolls are for he's going off a verbal description I obviously don't make it I just change it to what he describes that's why I asked him to describe it as closely as possible yeah, no, that never works out well. It doesn't matter how well someone describes something, it doesn't look how, like how you think it's going to look. Yeah. <laughs> you made a DC-20 history No, check? I did not make the roll. No. Oh, okay. You always miss something. Let, let's see how close you are, because now we're basing it on his description. Mrs. Newts, could you please give us a... Ms. Ms. God, I want her to be married so bad. I, I want that for her. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for her. Love that for her. Though I will say... After reading it, it does say I can't duplicate something I haven't seen. Yeah, so let's see how close you can get, though. Since you are duplicating exactly what he tells you, rather than it being based on your ability to change, I'm going to base it on his ability to explain. Miss Newts, could you please give me a... Is it a wisdom check? Would it be like insight to tell somebody what somebody looks like? That feels like intelligence. An intelligence check? Yeah. Unfortunately, that sounds like an intelligence check. Mm -hmm. I'll let you pick. 
Does it sound like something that a master of intrigue with proficiency in disguise kits and forgeries would be able to, uh, to do? Because Ms. Newts is the mastermind. I will give you proficiency. That is a wisdom. If Ms. Newts is a mastermind, it would probably behoove you to do an intelligence-based roll. Look, I'm gonna do what the man says I gotta do. Wisdom? What am I, what am I doing? What am I rolling? I'm rolling dice. I said wisdom or intelligence, and you have proficiency bonus as well. Okay, we're gonna go int. Flat 10, baby. Hang on, I add stuff. Yeah, you do. 16. Nice. Not bad. Okay. You have a DC 16 disguise going on. That's where we're at. Okay. That, like, if anybody wants to see through it. I don't hate that. Yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah, that's where we're going. And I can, because I'm a mastermind, as a bonus action, I can aid. Nice. Okay. So, you guys look, and Newt's, you see that it's not good. It, like, if anybody knows her, it's not going to work out. But, like, for people on the street, it probably wouldn't, like, it would draw attention because that person looks kind of like the queen, you know? But otherwise, it's, it's solid enough. Like, so... When I get closer, I should be able to see someone else and assume therefore. But of course not. Which is good, because I should think that her personal guards and retinue, I doubt they would fall for you guys. So are we intending to walk through the front door of that there cottage? Well, it depends on what form I take. If whatever form I have happens to be good enough to just pass, then of course, that's my plan. I'm waiting to see what you guys do. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want. Like, this is DM on chill mode. I am impartial to the methodology. Well, if you two could blend in well enough, let us go. They won't like it very much, but I could throw up a fog cloud. I think that would be a bit too distracting. If that becomes necessary, I think that's a valuable contribution to hang on to. Certainly. If we choose to hide, I'll hide. But until then, I think this I think this will be just fine. Now let's make our way then. Huh? Come on, chaps. As now she gives the Verdon a slap on the boat. Hey, uh, hey, Jack, do you think we could get some sort of, uh, wagon or something to carry our queen in here? Hmm. Was the queen on something or just the egg? The queen and the egg were both riding in what was basically an open-style chariot. Gotcha. So, yeah, it, so he's like, hmm, it's a bit large to come out of the, uh, the bag, but I could bring it out in pieces. Uh, he starts pulling out a wheel and another wheel. He's got all the parts laid out and he's staring at it. And he's, like, doing his head. Um, okay. I believe you need a meatball as a component for the construction of this spell. A meatball? A meatball. You know what? Let me try it. He pulls out a meatball, and suddenly the whole thing constructs itself. <laughs> you were right. Wow. Well, I definitely didn't see that coming. Well done. Uh, and then he realizes that he built it inside the building, and it cannot get out. Ah. Done. Well, a near miss. Accomplished. Here you are. Yes, we cannot get it through the door now. Hmm. Oh, well. He hops on it, it starts shooting bubbles, and he just starts riding it around the fucking thing. I do not believe we should worry ourselves about the state of our queen here. I'm sure we'll be able to make our way. Let's go. And I saunter off with my big voluptuous butt. All right. Onward. <laughs> you do not fit through the door. No. <laughs> and right behind him is Snoots with her big voluptuous assets as well. So you guys barely fitting through any doors. You guys go outside and immediately as you step outside, all the people doing their business all stop and like stare because the fucking queen of Easter is here. Two voluptuous women and a hembo. Let's go. Yeah, man. <laughs> they would have stopped anyway. Exactly. I give him a nod. Oh my god! It's the queen! And they all come at forward, 
uh, jockeying and pushing forward. They're all trying to hand you candy. Try mine! Please try mine! Hey, I, hey, what do you think of this one? Excuse me, lady. Could you please try my new brand of chocolate? Ms. Newts has one thing to say. I don't hear singing, darlings. Uh, um. And Newts just glares at them. Roll an intimidate check. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> can I assist? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take my staff, which I have the, uh, what staff do I have? Staff of vermin. <laughs> Does that give me advantage? I hope that gives me advantage. Yeah, it's a, well, I'm going to wait till he says what he's going to say, and then... I have the Sky Blinder staff, which it doesn't mean anything for this specifically, but I am going to slam it on the ground and just cause thunder to go off in the back. It's cool. That's what it does. Yeah, you have advantage. 16. Nice. Let's see. They're peasants. They're basically just dudes. You watch them all start singing. I take a couple pieces of candy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you take some candy. It's all really, really good. Like, I don't know what type you particularly like, but you get like a, a piece of everything. Sure. And uh, they start singing their song. I just nod magnanimously. Now, one thing you do notice is they all start singing and like dancing. But because you saw the song and dance before, you notice that it's not as good. Like it's discordant. Nobody is hitting the notes. People are off key and beat. And it's very clear that, like, whatever compelled everyone to do it before isn't happening now. They're just doing it. That's good, because it fucked us earlier, so... Yeah, I was going to say, that. that is for the best, yes. <laughs> yes, but you watch as they all do that, but you do notice that the red caps that have been milling around the town are watching everybody, and they all get squinted eyes. They all, like, like they're on to something. Uh, what do you guys do in the maelstrom that you've created, though? Move. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly. Miss okay. Newt just puts her hands on fucking Jeff's character's back and pushes. <laughs> you outright bolting, or are you sneaking away? Moving with purpose. Fast walking, yeah. Yeah, but, like, trying not to look suspicious. Deliberate movement. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you'd see the queen run through her own territory. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't if you don't run and you don't like hide, then a handful of the red caps catch up with you like as you're about almost to the edge of the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see one of the little dudes steps up, clank, clank, clank. Uh, your Majesty. I step in front of him. Can I help you? I I just I we were confused because we saw you come through not an hour or two ago. Uh, if you came down without your retinue, you are in danger. Why are you here for some? I am right here. Is there a problem? I, I don't know you, sir. Me and the fine woman with me are enough retinue for Our Lady the Queen, I think. All right, so they're going to go ahead and just roll a quick, uh, what is it? It's intelligence to see through, wisdom to see through. Ms. Newts is just going to position herself behind the foremost red cap. I would like to roll another intimidation to do so. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you see one of the one of the red caps, like he kind of like just backs off a little bit, realizing that he's stopped the queen. But there's the other one who's just behind him, who's like squinting his eyes and staring at you. What's your intimidate roll? There's a twelve plus three. You see that he's like he's about to speak up, and then you give him a glare, and he kind of he backs down as well. He rolled a sixteen. He was on the fucking meets it beats question. And you kowtow him immediately. You're like, ah, 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 okay, yeah, um, quick, quick, we must get the queen back to there, to the, to her cottage. Let's go, let's go. And they actually uh, move you guys through town. I look down at them less than magnanimously with a, a sense of judgment. Um, I, uh, sorry, you, 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 you dress different, and you look, um, thinner. When he says <laughs> that, when they look away, I get a little bigger. <laughs> 
<laughs> Add one to your DC. Honing it in, honing it in. It's now a 17. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys get led to the out- outskirts of town where he's like, we, we apologize for holding you up. Um, carry on. And uh, you guys... I toss one of them a piece of candy that I didn't eat. Ooh, piece of candy. Fantastic. He takes it and he bites into it and shatters his teeth immediately because it's an everlasting gobstopper. And he smiles because he loves that shit. Yeah. He's a dirty, nasty red cap boy. Gross. Mm-hmm. I give him a wink and I walk away. Ew, red cap. He walks away and whispers, ara, ara. Wow. <laughs> you guys head up the hill and you find yourselves at the first gate. Like, as you guys get closer, do you guys want to adjust your plan at all? Because... They know she's home. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. Let me roll perception to see what like any of the high-level guards look like. Or just tell me. You could also just tell me. I'll roll perception, but you could just tell me. No, this, this one's a roll. This one's to see if you could find somebody important. Yeah, just a high-level guard. Somebody that I can physically see. That way there's no way I fail it. Perception, that's a 19. As you get there, you realize that the majority of these people are all heron gone. It's this whole place is patrolled by Harangon. Uh And you do notice... What the hell's a Harangon? A Harangon is a rabbit folk. It is a rabbit humanoid D&D race. It's a bunny person. Ah. Yes, it is a rabbit folk fae. Uh, it is a base race as far as D&D is concerned nowadays, but it it's, uh, it's a, a fae wild-ass group of rabbit people. So we're looking for Peter. Cottontail? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you do see someone who is barking orders and bossing people around. He is dressed in this, like, green and yellow armor that, like, that is made out to look like eggs and leaves, like, scales, like, intermingled. And he is a bright white with just, like, a black patch on his nose. You heard her. Get ready for the, the taste testing. Everything must be prepared for, for our mistress. As you guys are kind of getting closer... Yeah, I turn into someone with that hair and gone if he looks like he's high up. As I do, I turn to them and I go, we, we now we really can't be seen next to the man I look like, can we? So uh, find another way. Should we go around back? I go, wait. I look at one of his underlings first. Looking at an underling just to blend in. Because I imagine enough of them look enough alike that I could just be like, all right, yeah. Correct? Yeah. Sure, I go, I change into an underwear and I go, this works better. Change into a Harrigan. Yeah. You change into the one he just got done yelling at and he wanders off and then where do you go? You watch me like shake my head and change the color. Did you guys bring the pig and the goat? The goat is still draped over my neck, yes. The pig's still eating that building. Just just back there, okay. Are we attempting to infiltrate because I could make sure that there is no opportunity for a double vision if we were to find someone on the periphery? I believe infiltrate is what we're going for. I look at you with my newly Haragon form, but I wouldn't worry much about dabbling. I keep a pretty good eye. I have a passive perception of 17. I keep a pretty good eye. I'm not used to going into these situations quietly, so I will not take point. Well, I'm not good at being quiet, but I am good at blending in. They're different, so let us continue. Where'd he go? Straight through to the fucking door. Okay. All right, so you guys show up, and you're immediately uh, greeted by the Harangon guards, who look at you all as like, Soldier, what, um, what are you? Th- this is going to be that guard, actually, the-, the head guard. Yeah. He looks at you all, Soldier, what are you doing outside of the cottage area? I see you coming up the road. Who are these? Pardon me, Captain. These are two 
official guests of the Queen. I have no such notes on my card. Pulls out a clipboard. Newt's curtsies. I know not when they came in, only that I was ordered. Uh, roll deception. And I bow. I tilt my head at him and give him a nice smile. So does Jim. What's the sit rep? Are there other guards nearby? I assume we're out in front, right? 22. There are a lot of guards. There's a bunch of people. If this goes bad, you're just, it's going to be bad. Uh, you, there's like 10 of these Herringon walking around. He rolled a four. Uh, I'm not even going to add whatever he adds. Dirty Mitch. Oh, Nat Mitch. Yeah. Yeah, Nat Mitch. Oh, nice. Nice. I was going to ask if I could help and just give him like a nice little wink. I don't think you could and he doesn't need it. But yeah, he, he looks at you up and down and is like, and what are their names? Oh, yes. Uh, this is uh, Ms. Newt and uh, this is... Um, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and when he introduces Ms. Newts, she strides forward smoothly. And, uh, hair and whatever are short. So she bends down to take his hand. And she says, No, they're tall. No? Oh, they're tall? Yeah. Oh, they're tall. Okay. No, no, no. They can be small or medium-sized creatures. Okay, got it. So she walks up to him. They're, they run a gamut, yeah. And she says, But you may call me D's, Dom. God fucking... God, Fuck. these newts. The, 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 the patience that you had for that. You took a long time for that reveal, and I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is this character's name dot 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 newts? <laughs> Fuck. Your, your name is Dees? Dees newts, yes. Miss Dees? Miss newts. Is it Miss D? No, Dees newts. You may call me Dees or Miss newts. Your name is Dees newts. Yes, sir. See, this is one of those moments where I feel like I should roll an insight check to see if I'm being fucked with. You absolutely should. I don't know how you figure out the DC for that check. You know what I mean? But I'm going to go up. As he has like this weird puzzled look on his face, I'm just going to rush him and say, Hey, yes, hello. My name is Eric. It's wonderful to meet you. And I'm just going to shake his hand very like warmly. Roll me a persuasion check. Fantastic. That is, oh, that is not a good roll. That is a four plus seven. Ms. Newts is going to aid. She's going to aid him aiding her. No, 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 don't worry about it. He's baffled by you, and he's upset with the handshake. The handshake was not warm. It was cold, and it was clammy, and he's like, he's very much wants to let go of your hand. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, yes, I see that. Um, thank you. Hmm. Are you sure that these people are supposed to meet with Her Majesty today? I'm sure I don't question orders, sir. It's orders I was given. Come in, we're going to put you here in the in the waiting area. And the waiting area is literally just a bench behind this little guard shack. <laughs> and I will go ask her if, um, I, I have to make sure this is okay. We are old friends. Just coming in to visit while we're in town. Just passing through. Jay, I have a static perception of 11. I'm going to need you to tell me when uh, Ms. Newts believes that it's just us and the big man. No, it won't be. He's going to leave you and walk away. That's what he's saying. He said he's going to escort us to a place behind a guardhouse. Yeah, it's literally this one tiny moment. There's not a lot of things to hide behind, and it, he literally leads you to just behind the guardhouse. And yes, I will say, no one can see you, and it is just for a second. And that's when it breaks bad. Ms. Newts is a rogue, gentlemen. I apologize. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Yes, fantastic. I have a static perception of 17, and I will chop him clean in the throat. Her. Clean in the throat if she gets up with a knife. I fucking promise you that. Just... Well, it sounds to me like you guys are going to have to roll initiative then. Because... <laughs> so, uh, it's fine. It's fine. You can see that her hands are empty. Mm -hmm. Her hands are empty. She has an offering of candy. 
And the second you're alone, she says, uh, Pardon, sir, may I offer you a, a gift of treats from your realm? I believe it's your custom. And she extends the treats in her hands. Oh, yeah, I fucking love candy. Do you have any candied carrots? Oh, yes, candied carrots. I love those too, sir. I love them so you don't me every time. So, I guess, I guess I should roll stealth, right, Jay? To see if he's surprised? No. <laughs> oh, okay. If we just gonna go straight to autocrit? Yeah, if you hit him, then... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh... You have to roll, you have to hit him. But yeah, like, if you're attacking, man, it... He's surprised. Yeah. You guys succeeded at every other check I gave you. No, no, if, if he's surprised, it auto crits. I don't, I don't. I think you have to roll. Oh, she's an assassin. Assassin? She's an assassin rogue. So she auto crits a hit for any target who hasn't been attacked. If it's surprised, it auto crits. I don't, that's all it says. I do believe you have to roll. You have to roll to hit still, but it will auto crit. Yeah, if it's a hit, it's a crit. That's the way it works. Are you murdering this man, or are you knocking this man out? It's a crit. Okay. Okay, okay. That wasn't clear. Yeah. All right, so Newt's isn't attacked. Well, anyway. That's double 19s. Oh, fuck. That's definitely a hit. There's no question. We don't even need numbers here. He's dead. I'm adding 70 damage. Do I need to roll? you fucking kidding me? No, you don't. <laughs> For Soulsmiths, we don't do math. There's a flurry, and Ms. Newt's cloak swings wide open, and you see that Ms. Newt's is actually three copies. Oh my thing. god! <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody just very briefly sees as the coat opens. There are two goblins beneath Ms. Newt's. One of them holding a wicked-looking knife. One of them holding a flaming rapier. Yeah. Oh my god. So a flash of flame happened. <laughs> it was the magic item I chose. Which is great, because now there's no blood splatter as uh, Peter Cottontail, loved, loved Easter Bunny character. What's the passive that you passed there for that? I'm just curious. The what? What's the passive he would have had to pass there to get through all of our fucking shit and have us deceived? No one ever questioned it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he is a mastermind rogue, so I imagine it's high. Why wouldn't I, though? <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, out of all the now. people here, the changeling definitely should have noticed something. Yeah. I have a passive insight of 17 and a passive perception of 17. It is, I'll be real with you, quite possible that you guys all know, like, your characters knew. <laughs> like, yeah. I have a passive deception of 19. I don't know what that means. That means that they would not pass it without really high ability scores. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Without investigating. Yeah, absolutely. So, Peter's throat opens and is cauterized shut just as fast, and you watch him die gurgling in his own blood as it pours down his throat. That is how I treat beloved fantasy uh, holiday characters on this show. Yeah, Peter Cottontail, dead. D-E-D, dead. <laughs> As as the Newt's blades retreat back into uh, Ms. Newt's long coat, she pops one of the candies in her mouth and says, I do believe I secured for you a disguise, my friend. I look at you with squinted eyes and go, I feel as though there's barely any way that I could not have noticed this. <laughs> as you are seven feet tall and your limbs, now noticing, are not the appropriate length. <laughs> it's so obvious when you point it out. <laughs> yeah. 
And this this whole idea that you've been this the entire time and I didn't notice. As a creature who changes shape, I find quite ludicrous. What are your 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 large breasts made out of? Oh, no, they're real. <laughs> <laughs> that means that the cleavage is like, the cleavage is also way too high. Shout out to Olven, the goblin wife who is real. Fuck. I do believe that I owe you an explanation. As you may have seen, we are all goblins of the Newt's family. Yeah! What about us? This is my brother, Chogon Newt's. <laughs> Hi. And uh, holding the whole team together <laughs> is our cousin, Ligma Am Newt's. I playing Chogon and Ligma, or are you playing? No, actually, I am going to say you are playing these characters. You do this. No, these are his characters. Yeah, no. He wanted to do three goblins in a fucking trench coat. He's got to play all of them. I just needed that needed it to come out now. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. And Chogon goes, I Howdy! hate this so much. And uh, Ligma just sort of gives you a nod, but he's holding two goblins on his shoulders, and it's obviously a lot of strain. I find this increasingly more difficult to believe. And the fact that you got this far in the episode makes me a little angry. Moving on. I do like that we all had crazy, weird transformations just... Just all of us. Just what are the odds? Hey, man, I got Jeff an alibi. All right. In one round. (laughs) Speaking of the alibi, it's on the ground. Yeah, I go, this infuriates me, but I won't, I won't bother to do anything else. But you will bother to get rid of this as I kick the body and then I change into him and I go, no. Who wants to roll a stealth check to hide Peter Cottontail's body? All right, soldiers, after you finish disposing of your mess, we've got, um, uh, infiltration to continue. Fuck it, I'll do it. I'm not going to let the rogue do it. I'll do it. I've got a stealth, I've got a flat 19. That you rolled? Oh, sweet. No, I have a flat 19. I'm going to roll also, but it's, I, I stealth, I do the stealth thing. That's a dirty 20. A dirty 20. I got a nat 1 plus 2. So what happens is, is that he, he, you guys both move to hide the body. And uh, because he rolled so good and you rolled so bad, you reach to pick him up by the ears. The ears just rip off of Peter's head and you're holding them and you just throw them on the ground. Oops. And, and then the body, there's not a lot of places to hide it. You just sort of tuck him underneath the, the bench that I described and kick some dirt on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to keep kicking at the ears until they're underground. Ms. Newt just uses a disguise kit and makes him look like a different rabbit. Now what? Hey, kids, this is not a children's show anymore. <laughs> Jindoram puts his head in his hand as Peter Cottontail, his fuzzy little hand. You know what? I pick up the dirt-covered ears and I just give them to Jim and he eats them. Gotta get rid of the evidence. So, Jindoram, a.k.a. Peter Cottontail? Yes. What next? I go, all right, all right, soldiers, let's move. And I start moving just like he did, and now I get to sound just like he did, because that's what I get to do. Seamless transformation. Did great. I gave you a voice that was easy for you to do, too, so that was good for both of us. Go ahead! Yeah. And I march us into the cottage. As we go to depart, Newt pulls out an oil flask, because it came with my character kit standard. Would y'all gentlemen care for me to make some rabbit fricassee? Or shall we leave this as it is? No, you're already a monster. Keep going. I, I don't know what that is. And I don't want to ask. Well, Newt's has a tender kit and an oil flask. Newt's is offering to light the guard shack on fire and burn the body and the remains and start a fire. And just go full chaos. I'm playing a rogue. It's just built into the class, huh? It's just built into the class. The thing you hate most. 
you're gonna lean into. <laughs> uh, what do you guys do? Soldier, of course we're not doing that. Move on. I march us into the stupid cabin. Uh, you go inside. Uh, nobody stops you. You are Peter Cottontail, head of the Heron Gone Guard. And, uh, you guys... That hair is gone. The hair is gone, yes. God damn it. We walk in. Is it fucky-wucky? Is it bigger on the inside? Of course it always is. Yes, of course it is. As you guys step through the small cottage doors that you almost have to bow to get through. The moment you step in, it's a large hall. This long hall that takes you several minutes to walk across. When you get to the other end, there is another set of double doors. Everyone is bowing to you guys as you move forward, and you guys move to these double doors. Or do you? I suppose you are in. You don't need to go straight. You notice that there are some side passages to the left and right. I'm just seeing if there's any way for me to gather more information. Sort of, not necessarily passively. I would make an active role, but like... I could do perception or insight or anything to maybe gather information along the way. Uh, there's not a lot to gather because, like, it's a very empty, cavernous, like, you know, kingdom hall. Like, it's, there's not a lot going on. There's a few retainers milling around. Like I said, it's more about what information are you looking for? And then I would give you a roll. I'm looking for information to take us because we're, the whole job we're supposed to do here is to get that egg, right? You don't see any sign of the egg. You imagine that forward would be her throne room, and to the sides would be more of this castle. Cabin? Cabin castle. I, when there's nobody around, I turn and look at them and I go, Listen here, soldiers. I think our best bet is for her first to check the throne room. Why wouldn't she keep it with her? That being said, our excuses get pretty flimsy with you two once we enter the throne room. And also, she's probably going to be a big bad mamma jamma. <laughs> so, with that being said, maybe you two take another course while I go check that out. I will check the kitchen because that's where eggs go. Great. Love that. Ms. Newts? That's a 26 to stealth. You turn around and Ms. Newts is gone. That, uh, I, um, I, I don't know that that bodes well for us. Well done, soldier. Soldiers. <laughs> At this point, if things go foobar, I'll be the only one who makes it out of here. So, have fun. Yeah, all right. Okay, uh... Ms. Newts is going for the throne room. With Peter. I just said I was going for the throne Okay. Yes. Yeah. So they're going together, and I'm going to the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. But stealth. Or I'm looking for the kitchen. And what happens is, is, like, you all turn around, and Miss Newts is gone, and Roth turns around and heads to the door where he can smell food coming from. And as you turn around, the camera just sees that Miss Newts is literally just behind Peter Cottontail. <laughs> the Newts, by the way. It's not just Miss Newts. The Newts. The Newts, yeah. It's not just Miss Newts anymore. Thank you, because you were so worried about me getting his pronouns right. There. There. <laughs> now you know why I didn't bother. There. Yeah. Now, qualifiers, actually. Getting their <laughs> qualifiers. Because it's it's plural now, so. They're qualifiers. Now you have to worry about their pronouns, but yeah. their qualifiers. Was... <laughs> the newts is how I will refer to them. The newts uh, are pressed tightly to your back as you move to the throne room. Sure. The door opens to you. And I bow deeply to the queen. Yeah, inside you see the queen sitting there. She's this large, heavy-set woman. You realize that your, your disguise was not quite right. Uh, you definitely didn't have the eyes right or the uh, facial features in general. Yeah. But uh, she sort of is busy talking to a, uh, a couple of other fae that are standing around her. One of them is a super short gray skinned. It looks like a combination of a dwarf mixed with a satyr and it has really long ropey hair. And you see him that they're sort of having a little discussion. And she laughs and he's like, oh, I know what those are. And um, and then. All around the room is also, of course, more Heron Gone guards. What do you do? You're like fucking 30 yards away from her. Do I see the egg? You do not see the egg. <laughs> I knew it'd be in the kitchen. 
<laughs> yeah, so Newt's just tailing him. Huh, get it? Because he's bunny. Oh, yeah. You rolled a 26. Hold on. You've entered a room. Uh, I don't. Oh, you don't? Newt's just looks through the door, and if she can't see the egg, she goes elsewhere. They. If she can't see the, the other two are in a trench coat, they can't see shit. <laughs> don't fucking tell him what his what his shit is. <laughs> All right, so so Newt's disappears. Yeah, nobody sees you. Uh, and you go what the other direction, the left. Yeah, to go to go explore the other direction. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, now that I've walked in, I have to address everybody. So I go emergency preparations outside are going as expected. I salute. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. <laughs> she sort of waves you away. Of course. She laughs again at whatever the, the short gray-skinned dude says. I back out and close the door. Roll me a intelligence check. Yes. I'm pretty sure intelligence is my dun-dun-dun dumb stat. Nice. It is. I've got a four. Nah, you don't know what he is. Natmich. Yeah, you do not know what he is. Natmich! Jeff does, but poor Jindoram. No idea. No idea. They just sort of wave you away. They don't seem to pay much attention to the fact you're here at all, but your being here isn't out of place because you are, as we said, the captain of the guard. Because I hooked you up with that sweet, sweet disguise. And since you're talking, I'm going to skip over to, uh, let's see. So you, following your nose, Roth, you kick open the door and you are immediately, yes, immediately assaulted with the smell of an Easter dinner. Like, just ham is ham and honey glaze, and everything is sweet and succulent. But also, you see that there is, like, one little hearth fire that's cooking, like, this pig. And then the rest of the kitchen is people boiling pots of chocolate and candy and, like, all sorts of other, like, just, just candies. It's candy galore and chocolate here. This place is bustling. There are chefs and cooks all over the place. Somebody nearly bumps into you with a with like a scalding pot of hot behind. chocolate. Behind. Uh, I'm gonna need you to roll a roll dex. Corner. <laughs> Corner. <laughs> Corner. Newt hears you say that down the hall and pulls out an AR-15. Wait, wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You said dex save. Dex save. Yeah. That's a six. That's a four plus two. Nat a Mitch, six. Uh, he crashes into you. Wow, Nat Mitch is all over the place today. I haven't. I'm the only one who hasn't done one yet. Mm. Yet. Crashes into you and a pot of hot, scalding chocolate splashes all across rock. I'm going to need you to take... As I see the wave of hot chocolate coming, I grab see. Jim and I lift him up as high as I can. Save the goat. Save, Save the, the goat. goat. You're going to take 22 fire damage. Fuck me. Oh. Okay. That's a lot. All right. As you hold the goat up above the terrible thing that has just happened. Uh, and you are just covered in hot chocolate. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I said corner. You did. You totally did. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Here, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. I've got some. I can. I, and she, this woman drags you over to a sink and starts just splashing water on you <sighs> with her hand. And that's how they do stone skin. Hello. Yes, so I, I I came here for a reason. It definitely wasn't to get uh, chocolate dumped on me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know who you are, but I would like to apologize. I should ask you why you're in this room, but we will skip that as I owe you one. Um, and he just keeps splashing water on you. Yes, you do. Okay, so I have been ordered by the queen to find the paints for the eggs. Oh, oh. is it time already? Well, being that there are eggs here in this kitchen, I assumed that the paints would also be nearby because we are planning. Excuse me, sir. Edible dye. Thank you. I apologize. Edible dye. 
I'm here for the edible dye because the queen has asked that we also, along with obviously the eggs that we paint every year, we also want to paint the world egg. We're painting the world egg? Finally, yes. You just watched like, she just, her face goes from like alarmed and concerned to just like her eyes get wide and this like excited look goes on her face. And if I'm being honest, I don't have the, let's say the artistic touch that one would need for the finer details on the world egg. So I was hoping to find someone who could assist me. Well, I cannot imagine that it just anyone would be allowed to paint the world egg. I would imagine she would have one of her gen or herself do. Anyway, the dyes are, are right over here. And she leads you to one whole wall where you see like just these big cauldrons of identical like liquid. And when you get close, you smell vinegar. And you, you just know that this is, it's literally just egg dye. Like, it's just, it's, it's just all the colors. There's like 20 of them. Perfect. Now, if you could, I'm going to grab a handful of these and maybe some brushes. Maybe you could hold the brushes for me if you don't mind. Uh, sir, those pots are hot. Ow. Got, take a D6 fire damage as you grab a hot pot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, will, I will do that. Yeah, I will. Don't. That's, uh. You know, I, I, I do wish you would say something before. I thought you recognized the fire and the metal and it would be a danger thing, but obviously you're not uh, used to being in a kitchen and that's... No, not at all. This is not my mm -hmm. cup. Yes. No, not my cup of tea. My deepest apologies once again for not warning you that fire and hot pots are hot. It is okay. Can you... Uh, yeah, so we're going to be going over to the World Egg. You can go ahead and lead me there. Uh, well, I, I mean, I can lead you to it. Sort of, but I, I'm not allowed into the treasury. Absolutely not. I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't, you see, I don't know if you, if you noticed. Have you but spoken to Peter, I don't, Cottontail? Yes, Peter and the queen are the ones that sent me. I don't know if you have noticed, but you. Roll a deception with advantage. Those are both 15s plus three. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll take you to the, the treasury. They're probably waiting for you there. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also, I don't know if you noticed, but what I was trying to get at after you uh, splashed me with scalding hot chocolate, that I needed some assistance, specifically with an artistic touch. I was hoping maybe that could be you, and I would like to roll persuasion on that one. That's cool. Well, you do that, and the, the chocolate is finally kind of getting out of your eyes because they've been blurry. This is a small chicken, man. Amazing. Yeah. I love him. I didn't say what it was. It's a small chicken, man. <gasps> he's got a, he's got a chef's hat and everything. Oh, that's a nineteen plus seven. He's enamored. He's happy. He's stoked. This is the best day of his life. And uh, he he immediately snaps his bird feathers. And you're amazed that a sound like that could come from them. But you watch as all these other like little cooks start gathering the pots, and they all start following you uh, out of the room and back toward the other hall while carrying all this garbage. Okay, Newts. The Newts family. What's up? You go to the left and it takes you to a very wide staircase. It is sort of a 10 foot wide staircase that goes down and then curves in like a almost a circular pattern with like landings. Uh, and you end up going down below the cabin, quote unquote. As you go down there, you have a 26 stealth, right? So you sneak in. Yeah. Uh, you immediately see below what appears to be a barracks. It seems to be that all of the Herengon live here or sleep here when they're not on duty. And you see that a lot of off-duty Herengon can be found down here. So further down the hall, you also see a set of double doors behind the barracks down the hallway that you would have to get through all of them is a set of double doors that is gilded, like decorated. It is painted 
like a large egg, but it's obviously a set of double doors and all of it is gilded and painted and like yeah. gemstones and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it could be a treasure room. Also, in order to move further to that is a locked gate to get into the barracks area. Gotcha. So you have to go through a locked gate between the double doors and that is the barracks. Gotcha. Is lockpicking a set, a toolkit? Yes, it's a toolkit. Thieves tools. So what do you do? Well, I know the guy who uh, who can get all these hair in to just get the fuck out of my way. Uh-huh. So uh, Newt's is going to go find Captain whatever the fuck. Captain Cottontail. Okay. Yeah, you go back up. So yeah, uh, the Newt's and Jindorum didn't take long with what they were doing. You guys both stick your heads back through the doorways that you were in, unless Jindorum... Did Jindorum stay in the room? No. No? Didn't see what he's looking for? Yeah, no, I didn't see what I was looking for. I addressed the queen to make it not look weird. When she shooed me off, I backed out the door. Okay. So Jen Dorham sticks his head back out. You guys both stick your heads back out and look at each other. Yeah. You guys meet back up before Roth joins you guys, because Roth did more. I do believe I found the location of the egg. There is a very conspicuous vault on the other side of some barracks with a good load of your hair, friends. Good work. Let's go address some of my soldiers. Yeah, right. Hey, Mitch, how come you're just a level six? Because there's three of me. We did the math. Amazing. All right, carry on. <laughs> yeah, it turns out that the challenge rating adds up to well, one level 10 can take on a challenge that a le- that three level sixes could. So that's what I told him to do. Solid. You okay, bud? So you made... So hold on. Did you make three characters? Are you currently playing... All three characters. Uh, yes, they have identical stats except for their proficiencies. One is a mastermind, one is a scout, and one is an assassin. God fucking damn it. I was like, yeah, we don't have all our characters here. There's only two level 10s here in the thing, and it's because Mitch did a funny. <laughs> God damn it. He did a ha-ha, hee-hee, ho-ho. You guys have gathered in front of the Iron Gate. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I go down there, and I go, I go into the barracks. You don't. Actually, because you don't have a key. Didn't he already unlock this gate? No, not yet. I can do it now, though. No. Oh. Uh, there's dudes, like, right there, too. If he tried to unlock it without being hidden or whatever. like What shitty rogues he is. Not a single one of the three of them looted that body. I told him to get rid of it, and not a single one looted that body. They followed orders. I don't know. They told him to just get rid of it. No. You're lucky he didn't burn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if he had burned it, we probably would have found the key. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. If we waited long enough. You see a couple of guards sitting, uh, playing a game of cards who snap to attention as you enter the room, Peter. Yeah, I go, What are you soldiers lollybagging and laggy gagging around for? Uh, where? I just, I don't know when, when this character became, like, like, fucking whatever the hell his name is the this the fucking sergeant guy but like jay was not talking specifically like that he had the voice and the inflection but he didn't do the arlie ermy thing but all right yeah go for it uh go ahead and roll me an intimidate check jeff taking liberties here (laughs) that's not gonna be incredibly high intimidation 14 newts is going to aid she's gonna walk forward and she's gonna try to open the gate it's gonna be locked so she's just gonna rattle it and say I do believe this is a violation of fire code. If that, for some reason, gives me the help action, it becomes a 19. (laughs) (laughs) It does not. You watch them snap to attention, though, and they're like, uh, sir, uh, sorry, uh, we were not, well, you know, you know how it is down here. You've you've told us that unless there's an alarm that we, you know, this is, we're here, we're watching. 
You hadn't heard the place is on high alert, soldier? Uh, no. I'm gonna need all of you to go out there and start checking the perimeter as soon as possible. We might have something going down. I've received some intel. Um, mm, sure. Will do. And they run out of the room. No! <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, because I don't know. Check What's... the perimeter? Are you for real? Your body is out there. <laughs> to be fair, the perimeter should be the outside, but yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're intimidated and they run out. Fuck! <laughs> to be clear, the perimeter is the outside of this building. I'm just saying, you sent them outside to go search where we left a body. I rolled a three and a six, they do what they're told. No, I'm with you, Ryan, it's great. They don't even question it. They don't even ask how high because that would stop them from getting their or your orders done sooner, and they're gone. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, on the upside, I don't really care. I could just be one of them. And now you are trapped there with a locked gate. All right. Didn't they just walk through the locked gate? No, they were on this side of it because they're the guards watching for people. Okay. There are Heron gone living in the barracks, but these are the two that are on duty. Yeah, I don't do the thing. The toolkit doesn't say. You roll a d20, you add your proficiency. Typically it's deck. That is a 16. It's not enough. The lock on this is very strong. That's well over a 20. I go, move! So you lost some time uh, as Newt's managed to not succeed despite just having six hands that they could really get to work on it. Took him a little time, but you step in there and you, you just knock it out of the park and unlock it. And right as you hear the little click and the rusty gate swinging open, you hear a hustle and bustle from behind you guys as Roth comes down the stairs behind you guys with a small chicken dressed like a chef and a coterie of cooks carrying large boiling pots of colored vinegar. Ah, hello. And the door is open and the, the captain of the guard is standing there with somebody. Uh, I turn to face them, seeing Roth, I go, Ah, yes, you finally made it. It is about time, darling. Yes, I have brought them with me so that we could color the world egg. Ah, yes, just as ordered. Good work, soldier. Sorry. Good work. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Ah, uh, just, just this way, says a little chicken who's holding a giant hot pot. <laughs> yes, 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 let's go. Uh, they all start moving through. You see all these heron gone? Look as the captain of the guard walks through with all the chefs and you see like some of the Harangon are like scratching their heads. I march along and I go, if I wanted you to question this, I would have asked you to. <laughs> I didn't say anything at all, but I... I squint my eyes and I go, are you questioning me now, soldier? Um, no. And he goes into his barracks room. Mission accomplished. Moving on. <laughs> uh, and you guys find yourself once again... At a very large, egg-shaped, golden door, jewel-encrusted, it is the treasure room. You can only assume that, that this is where the, the world egg would be kept. But it's locked. It's very, very locked. And this lock is way better than the other one. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> in, in fact, you don't think that lock picks or these tools are equipped to deal with something like this. It would take you, like, hours to, like, figure it out. Absolutely. We get there, and I reach for where my keys should be. And I'm using my passive insight of 17 to see if this is something they think I should have. <laughs> ah, the bait and check. Sir, are you going to open the door? Yes, and I'm reaching for my keys, and I go, hmm. Uh, Who took my keys? I say aggressively, brusquely. Uh, someone took your keys? What? 
That means there's someone around here who's done something they shouldn't have. 22 to stealth. Why? <laughs> okay. God. I'm going back for the key. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just one of the three of you or all three? We're a unit. It's at this point that you start to hear a hubbub coming from outside. It's traveling down the line that there seems to be evidence of an infiltration. You guys are going to run out of time. You're going to have to start taking drastic. The subterfuge time is more or less over. Yes, well, I don't have explosives. I don't have a key. And you said a lockpick wouldn't work. I I said it wouldn't be quick. Yeah, you could you could start working on it. But yeah, you guys have other class features other than skill checks. I know it. That apply here? Let's look. I don't know. We'll double check, but I, I don't think I do. As there's sort of a hubbub, you see all these chickens with their pots just sort of standing around awkwardly, like starting to realize that this doesn't make a lot of sense, but they're, but like the, the one chef is still super excited. And he looks up at Roth and he's like, um, I thought we were painting the world egg. You know, I thought we were as well. We were just waiting for somebody to come and open the door, I guess. It appears as so, as I've already stated, uh, kitchen master, that my keys are not where I had left them. I've already sent out. A retinue. You just weren't paying attention. So here's the fun part. What was the roll you guys rolled to hide a body? <laughs> one was a dirty 20. One of them rolled a one. Here's the issue. The stories aren't adding up, and every Heron God is now going to be looking actively. Only one of them needs to find the body. <laughs> we rolled a bunch of d20s. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Newts is sprinting for the body. Newts knows things are going down. Newts is sprinting for the body. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Newt's roll an athletics check, and I'm gonna be honest, I feel like it's at disadvantage because it's really hard to move fast carrying two people on top of you. Yes. Yes. Ligma is a very strong lad, but yes. My athletics is minus one. <laughs> Appropriate. It's gonna be a dirty Mitch. A four? With added stuff? Yes, I rolled a five and I added my minus one. Oh, man. Right, well, I'm going to roll one more set here. Because Ligma's a strong lad, but he's got two people on his shoulders. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Newts, it takes you a long time. You fall apart several times and have to climb back on each other's shoulders. Uh, <laughs> and you, you're like, there's no way that you can get there in time. And when you get there, there's literally a Herringon just picking his teeth, sitting on the bench, sitting on the corpse of his boss, just... Scratching at one of his molars. Nobody found the body. For those of you who are listening, that means whatever number, which, if you heard the clank of dice, was likely somewhere over six, I'd assume close to ten. Not a single one hit the DC. I rolled 18 dice. Mm-hmm. And I just want this to go on the record for when Mitch complains about his dice luck and why he should eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing, honestly. You know, I haven't rolled higher than a ten today, except for, like, Two or three times, and I've rolled a lot of dice. 18 checks, not a single beat. The DC 20. Yeah, I got I got an 18. That was the best one. Now, now uh, Ms. Newts is going to use a class feature. Oh, hey, do you belong here? Oh, darling, <laughs> I was sent out by Mr. Tail himself. He's been looking for folk being slacking. He wanted me to make sure everything was on the up and up. I'm gonna walk around this corner and pretend I ain't seen nothing here. And she walks around the corner and immediately uses the Master of Intrigue, Master of Mind trait, where she can mimic the voice of anyone she's heard speaking for one minute or more. Okay. 
And if I come around that corner and I find nobody sitting on no bitch, I'm gonna be ripping tails so hard ears are gonna be growing out the assways. Ryan, do you want to take a crack at Peter's voice today? I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, roll and intimidate. Make it with advantage. Uh, it's a low DC. Because I can't roll high. Yep, it's it's a nine. You gotta beat a nine. <laughs> That's a 17. Or a nine. Your, your pick. Yeah, he hops up and runs away, leaving the body unguarded. I loot the body. All right. Loot that body. I loot that body. Boop a doop. I toot that flute. Doot doot doot. You find the key. You find the gate key. You find the the trophy room key. You find a whole set of keys, and you grab them and you run them back. And everybody is sort of still awkwardly waiting when Newt shows back up, like a like a magician, several minutes later with the keys. She just she just slides the key into uh into not Peter's other pocket, and then taps him on the shoulder and points. The whole time, I've just been, like, making sure to periodically pat down. And then I go, ah, there it is. Never mind. You see everybody, like, those are some deep pockets. He checked that pocket three times. <laughs> and then I unlock the door. So, Jay, how long does it take that guard shack to catch fire? Did you light it on fire? <laughs> Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Brett Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jeff Lisk and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. Duh!
After everything, we're finally, like, in a good place. We know for a fact none of them could find that dead body. Well, they'll never find it now. <laughs> no, now they'll just be on high alert for because of the flaming thing. Before, they were looking for nothing, nameless, simple, like, high alert. There might be something in the They're perimeter. They didn't find anything. 